Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Lost Aslan. Last Aslan Natives Podcast, LA Natives Podcast. What's up, Zero? What up, Armando? What up, Product? What up, brother? I don't remember your name, but we have a live audience tonight, and we always welcome our, our brothers and sisters who want to come and participate in our intention, right? I want to uh, <coughs> shout out all the new listeners and viewers trying to win some tickets to this concert coming up yeah it's gonna be fun you know this this saturday it's saturday right? yes uh, this saturday is gonna be popping i mean i always have respect for individuals and especially talented individuals and ambitious individuals who represent our rasa and conejo does that so shout Absolutely. out to conejo um we have a very special underground hip-hop artist out of new mexico well that's where i met him i don't know if he's from there or not but oh cool we'll, we'll right find on. out cool right yeah it's a, a cream fifteen thirty six, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, um, but you know that being said, um, I want to. Sh- you know what's cool is that you reach out to people that are outside of Los Angeles. You know, not that we are neglecting our local. Well, artists. I, I, it's just- I think this episode's a little special because we're going back to what this show is all about. Yeah, reaching out. Right. And then having a special place for our local artists to participate in the same kind of message, you know, the message of unity across the Nahuatl Turtle Island between all native native peoples and not recognizing any colonial borders, even if they exist. We can do that. Absolutely. And we've interviewed some of the dopest indigenous underground artists you could think of. Cool. Right. Yeah. To Dreesus, to Natani, uh, Artsin. Man, the list goes uh, snotty nose. Yeah. We go from the top to people who are not at the top yet. You know what I mean? Who's that other kid? X? Chutesca. Oh, my God. Chutesca's fire, bro. He's, he's, I was impressed with him when he did the speech at the United Nations on climate change. Now, I have my own opinion about climate change, but how eloquent, how um, confident, I mean, and then interviewing him, that was fire too. So, yeah, reaching out across Turtle Turtle Island, finding the best talent. And if you're on this show, if we happen to interview you, then you're a part of this mission. Absolutely. Um, And this only motivates me to reach out even further to more indigenous hip-hop artists. Yeah. And when we say indigenous, Armando, I don't want you to shy away from people who consider themselves Mexican. Because you know what? Mexico is an indigenous land. All of it. All of it. Every single... This whole Turtle Island was indigenous. 
Well, just like how uh, Tochli said, he said Mexico is the biggest reservation. Absolutely. It is the biggest reservation that everybody tries to take control of. The French tried to take control of it. The Spanish tried to take control of it. And each one of them motherfuckers fell. Why? Because there's a lot of indigenous resistance. They know human rights. And we all need to get back on that plane of uh, understanding, following our heart, because that is the the best human rights you can give to a fellow individual. You know what I mean? Man, and guys, if you guys haven't checked out that Tochli interview that we did, I think either last week or the week prior, man, that was a jaw-dropping interview for me because he has so much game, Zero. He is a true leader. He's a true leader. Look, when you think of a CEO, you think of Steve Jobs, or that other dude from Amazon, who knows fucking name, Jeff Bezos. And um, you think of those guys, right? But those guys are tyrannical leaders. Do what I say. Those guys are vampires, right? Yeah, they just, they, but when you're a good leader, you get everybody involved. You don't make anybody feel less. Everybody contributes and you're proud of whatever they contributed to. And that's Miklapili. Uh, that's his organization. You would not have Danza Group. The Danza group that he has would not be as coordinated if he didn't show the compassion, love, and guidance that he needed to. And who those who did not listen to the interview with Toshli, go listen to it. Because he is a really true, smart um, entrepreneur, and I'm happy that he's in our circle. Absolutely. And you've known him for well over, what, 20 years? Almost. Almost 20 years. Wow. When he was in college, we were barely starting as El Vu, and, you know... The, the ones that woke up during that time, they really put in work. And they're the, the last ones standing right now. They're still carrying on. You know, us with LA Natives Podcast. Toshli with, with, I mean, Miklapili with Toshli Ware and, um, and, his, and his circle up there in, in uh, San Francisco. I right. mean, uh, San Jose. And, and, and that's us reaching out to cats that are not necessarily hip-hop artists. But respectfully in, in their craft. They're just profound leaders. Yeah. Like, well, they all just have- in apparel itself. Like, I want to see that booth that he has because from the pictures that I'm that I'm looking at, man, his booth is just it's well done. It's it's hundred percent. Yeah, it's professional. Every all his sizes are organized. It's it's like a store. He sells the necklaces, yeah. t-shirts. Yeah, he sells it all. Absolutely, and all of it with the cultural emphasis. Something that's gonna take. You know, when we buy items like jade necklaces or obsidian pieces, these are pieces that we're taking on, taking care of because they're protecting us in some way. You know, those are the type of items that our artisans try to provide for our community, something that you're going to connect with. They put all of their art and love and intention. And that's what Mika Pili does with this store because he knows all the right one, right artisans that know how to craft the jade and craft the feather work and craft the the rattles he he's it, that's what i'm saying like he's steve job on steve's jobs on steroids yeah you know, and, and i'm never gonna catch zero of Elbu wearing nike or tommy hilfiger these fucked up ass brands that just brainwash you to buy more and buy more right zero absolutely like, i mean look that's at what you're wearing my, now yeah, that's not my thing you know i'm wearing toshli's wear right here this is toshli toshli put this out uh this was the last mishika new year the year tekpa 
you know that was the last one before they shut it down so you know he makes incredible gear um he makes it look cool and that's what i like about him and that's what i would think we can encourage all of our listeners and and viewers tuning in to like just support indigenous artists especially if they push apparel yeah if you listen to a certain indigenous artist and he's releasing a t-shirt or a sweater best believe be the first one in line because like why go to the mall and buy that bullshit right zero well i think that the the 1950s mentality of advertising uh, of advertising is dying right because they're trying to be more clever um trying to get more followers to follow their brand but their brand was built off tv advertising you know so they're scrambling to get into the social media and, and and whatever other things to make it seem like you know when when you have that type of advertising then you have to have a store to go to buy it and that nowadays that isn't cool like oh shit you went to the mall to buy that that's like trendy like that's plastic you know so when an artist comes out with a design when an artist comes out with a shirt or some sort of representation of his music of any kind, Dreesus with his his um, sweaters, um, um, Dakota Bear with his decolonized line. Um, we got Toshli with Toshli wear. We got Daniel with Anawak. We have um, our brands, you know, LA Natives. I mean, that's the new mall. It's a virtual mall. So. The most exclusive things come from these people because they don't make five billion of them, you know, and put them into 50,000 Macy's across the fucking U.S. Put them in department stores. Right. You know, it's like uh, as you get older and as you get healthier, you start to realize that this cycle of I have no other word for it. Shit is very apparent and people are waking up to it, you know, so be creative start your line start your business and bring it to la native so we can uh add it to our community because our community is hungry to support these type of businesses absolutely man that's that's real talk zero that's well it's time armando it's like fuck dude we could we could really be and, it, autonomous. and it's not like we hammer our audience to tell them buy our shirts every day I don't remember ever. I mean, we started at the beginning when we right. first printed them because yeah. we were all nervous. We printed a lot of them. So, yeah. but but they I moved. But they, they moved but they themselves. Moved. Yeah. Like people are, are are into LA natives, the lost aslan, right? Yep. And and not because you're lost, right? When you find it, then you become sovereign, and you no longer are lost, right? But those that can find themselves within lost aslan and help others find themselves. And that's the community that we're building. Man. So that being said, let's go ahead and uh, bring in our artists that we're interviewing today. Peace, 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 everybody. Yo, Thank yo. Y'all for Let me. me go ahead and Don't joke, make sure Sama. this audio is good. There it is. I hear no echo. Do you hear an echo? Nah, I'm good. Oh, man. Cool. So is it a cream 1536? Oh, it's Ekum. Ekum. Yeah, okay like, break uh, down the name Mike, break down Mike the name backwards it's your name backwards yeah cool that's M-Y-K-E, cool m-y-k-e e-k-y-m nice yeah we're going through a lot of phase shifts trying to get the name right you know well match the content that, whatnot 
that's the beauty about art and its development. You know, one one group starts off at one one thing and then it ends up being something else. You know, I wasn't always this. You know, you you develop to be this. You know, my first bands were uh, a K rock band and a yeah. reggae band, and I ended up becoming a hip hop artist. So, um, so you know. look, how, how I met this dude. Yeah, I was on pause with an artist by the name of Pause One. I'm sure you know him. Right, you were on tour with them. Yeah, yeah. So we were on tour. We hit up some dope hip hop spots, man. And I see the homie perform. I'm like, yo, I need to hit him up. Nice. He's an indigenous hip hop artist. All right, cool. Right. And on. we need him on our show. Absolutely. And, and thank you for accepting the invite, brother. And uh, oh just, yeah, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor to be here. Just go ahead and, and, and drop us with a little intro of, of of about yourself. Oh yeah, well, my name's Mike. Uh, like I said, I flipped the the whole Mike thing for Ekum, threw on the number scheme for marketing purposes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you could just straight up Google Ekum by itself. You can't find me, but once you add the fifteen thirty six. Yeah, there you go. It's it's just like everything, totally me, and uh, yeah, man. Uh, fifteen thirty six, it was basically uh, like a combination of my basketball years. You know, that was my basketball number was fifteen thirty six. Being the first time I ever heard like some real raw core hip hop. You know, it was a return to the thirty six chambers, old dirty bastard, mm. Wu Tang. Following that, you know, and um. It was, it was just kind of like a, like I said, the marketing scheme to to make myself stand out instead of just, you know, trying to sort through like a million echoes and such. Was there more than one? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like businesses, people around the world. And, you know, the annunciation was different, too. And, uh, yeah, shout outs to my homies out in uh, Florida, you know, Lyrical Perfection. Uh, they do like this uh, crazy self-taught slang, man, where they... Uh, speak everything forward and then they flip it backwards wow you know and, and then they spit the entire verse backwards so Whoa. like it, the enunciation is insane though but anywho uh yeah man uh, uh my name's echo 1536 from the hickory apache tribe also uh Jamez pueblo out in new mexico so yeah yeah i am from new mexico shout outs to my southwest indigenous that's right what's on. up man so take us you know in your area man like you know you were just out in la so like Give us some big differences, you know, to like lifestyle out there compared to lifestyle over here, especially in the hip hop scene. Oh, man. Like I would have to say like opportunity of opportunity and and um, just like the drive, the fast pace. You know, I mean, there's always something going on in L.A. out here. You know, we, we plot for like the weekends and we got to plow around the weekends for to throw shows and such. And uh, yeah, man, uh, being out in L.A., it's kind of like where I got my start. Uh, we're talking about the, uh, I heard you guys talking about the uh, boarding schools and such out in Riverside. Mm. And another, in another uh, interview, I, I believe with like Natani and him and uh, shots to Natani. And um, yeah, man, I, I started going to school out in Riverside at the Sherman Indian boarding school. That's crazy. That's crazy. What, yeah. what year did you go? Oh man, that was like back in 03, 04. Really? We played as El Wu? At Sherman, at what is it? Sherman, I forgot the name of it. Sherman, yeah, Sherman Indian High School. Sherman Indian, yeah. We played there as a group called El Vu around the time you were going there. I'm not sure you were there, but I remember playing a gig there and just That's tripping on the history of it, right? Like, because it was started by Mormons, 
you know, right. that, that, that school. And it was crazy because they had dorms and one said wigwam and, or something like yeah. that, like <laughs> just corny ass native names. I was like, well, right. Where the fuck it, am I? Like, bring, in bomb, fuck? bring in bomb shelters. <laughs> right. No, are you yeah, serious, yeah. Zero? I'm serious, yeah, yeah. bro. And they like bunked there. And like for some reason, like boarding schools, we knew the history of it, but natives were looking forward to going there, right? Yeah, Be- right, right. Yeah, they were looking forward to go there because they went, they were in probably Oklahoma where nothing happened. And you right. got to go to Southern California where it's like 30 minutes to Los Angeles, the big mecca of trouble or whatever else you want to get into hip-hop, baby. Hip-hop. Yeah. yeah you know i mean i was born and raised in los angeles so yeah i know what it's like to try to be be an artist here and you're right there's a difference between like new mexico life and los angeles life because los angeles you can do something on tuesday tuesday's gonna pop right nobody's right. doing something on tuesday it's like unheard of to get that you could do something tuesday wednesday thursday Pretty much any day of the week, you can do something here because people are just wanting to go and do an experience, which is different because when I went to the gathering of the nations um, out there in New Mexico, I felt like, whoa, culture shock. And like, right Right. as soon as I got there, I was like, whoa, everything's slow here, you know, and everybody (laughs) knows each other. And it was it was a great experience, you know, because I saw the diversity of our people, right? Like, not all the in all the Indians, right? All the natives, they're not the same. They all have their own regions, absolutely, and, and, right. uh, and customs and ways to do things. And some people think this is cool, and this other people don't really trip on the other thing as long as the commitment's there. And I don't know. I learned yeah. so much going, you know, to the yeah, next generation. A lot of people refer to uh, Albuquerque kind of like a melting pot because. You know, it's kind of like one of, even though uh, Santa Fe is our capital city, uh, Albuquerque is still the biggest city in New Mexico. And it's like centered directly, perfectly in the middle of the state. So a lot of the surrounding tribes and other like small towns and whatnot, you know, they got to travel to Albuquerque to, you know, get their supplies or get their kicks, you know, go to their shows and whatnot. So it was funny. Do, do you know, I, I don't know, maybe this is a corny joke. I hope I don't look bad, but. There was a, a group of natives that were helping us during the gathering of the nations when we went up to go play out there. And that's mm-hmm. when I met Defy. That's yeah. that same yeah. tour we went out there. Shout anyway, out to Death. Yeah, Defy is pretty dope. Shout out to Defy. Um, and then he's all, oh, we're going to the gathering of nations. I go, oh, shit, I thought we were at the gathering of nations. No, I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to Walmart because that's where Facts, all, bro. All, all the, like he said, all the tribes from different places go to Walmart. And they call it the yeah, gathering dog. of the nations. But yeah, I was like, at the that's... event called the gathering of the nations. And I tripped me out to hear locals say, oh, I'll be back. I'm going to the gathering of the nations. I thought we are in the gathering of the nations. He's all, no, I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just... yeah, that's what they say. Like the, uh, the bootleg malls. He'd be like, yo, going to the mall for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, hey, yeah. tell me, tell me a little bit about. Where you get your, okay, so you're a hip-hop artist, I get that. And then um, yeah. what is your main source of inspiration? What is your message that you try to get through with your art? Is it to be a dope hip-hop artist or is it a message of indigeneity? Is it a message, a social message? What is the message Word. that you try to do? Uh, yeah, then, um, you know, starting off, 
you know, with you, you got to build up your credibility, your respect, you know, your followers and such. So you got a style on them. And uh, I'm a part of a bigger group called Potency. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to the Arrowhead gang, Potency crew in the house. And uh, based out of Taos anyway. And, um, the, you know, we're, we're, we're like straight up all indigenous hip hop group. Yeah. And so. we used to kind of like just base our, you know, throw the message in there here and there something positive here on every album but you know still give them something to vibe to mm. while out to and you know it was a growing experience so like like i said starting off it was kind of like you know just writing rhymes to improve your craft and such and you know conveying you know little hidden gems here and there versus now you know like i got a new album out called the bricolage available on Bandcamp, you know and um it's kind of just like a like like a self-portrait of who I am as an artist, individual, a little bit of trials and tribulations I encountered on the way up, you know. And and what are um, those? What what are those? Explain explain some of those trials because I know what it's like in a big city, you know. Yeah, yeah. Growing up in East Los Angeles, but what is it like in in Albuquerque, in New Mexico? Yeah, right? Albuquerque, New Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. See, uh, where I'm from is called Dulce. You know, it's up on the north side, like central like right on the border of uh colorado new mexico pretty much okay so it's it's kind of a trip being out here in new mexico you literally have to drive two hours in every direction to get to like a major city of some sort wow to go to go rock up you know so um growing up in in you know native country indian land and such uh it's like a lot of kind of just looking out into the world through like television you know radio music videos and such you know so you kind of just catching like influences from other other things already going on like in the bigger cities and such and uh you know like hip-hop hip-hop didn't really come across me like right off the back you know um i come from a musical background and they like dabble more so in like classic rock of course uh reggae uh jazz uh you know just all kind of like experimental type of musics and such and um like hip-hop came across um you know my mom never really (laughs) let me used to leave let me used to um leave the res that much but finally she started letting me go down to uh hamas walletoa to tap in with my family down there you know to kind of get the background and that's when like i heard the real hip-hop you know the Mm. like damn what was i like i was missing all this type you know and so like you know catching off going down the rabbit hole looking up artists features and such and you know finding crews like rhyme sayers like stone's throw you know mellow music you know like wu-tang boot camp click you know just a variety of like super dope artists underground hip-hop artists and such and um yeah like growing up on the res though it's like i said you're just looking in trying to you know figure out how can i get there you know or I want to be there, not here. Interesting. So I spent. Interesting how spent, how, your, wow. how your yeah. how your parents felt like, or your mom felt like, no, you need to stay here, right? And yeah. if, if we study reservations, they're places where they put us because right. they didn't want us to roam. So in a way, concentration camp. I don't mean to talk yeah. bad about it. I don't because I'm sensitive towards everybody's. Because some people felt, no, this is my res. I I love this yeah. place. You know. And yeah, I get you because I, I I try to get people to like leave all the time. I'm like, yo, if y'all want to get out, hit me up. I try to help you, you know, 
make a move to get into the city or something you know what what's the difference let's let's talk a little bit if you don't mind um yeah no problem i mean i'll love to, we're gonna talk about your music along but i want to get into the psyche of the artist right like what is yeah. it that makes you want to leave that makes yeah. you want to look at your environment and go man i need to be there instead of here right what yeah. is that because i grew up here where people want to come to i grew up here and we were right, always right. like we were always like fuck let's get the fuck out of here let's, let's go to the, the quiet country yeah well, or yeah. you know i wish i had trees around me i wish i had a, a park near me because there's places in the city that doesn't have any of that right you know what right. i mean and and it, it's it's interesting how like i said before at the beginning of the show that the 1950s mentality of tv and this this um mechanism that's making people believe things right that that, that it's right. a certain way over here right just like it makes us like for a long time i thought the res was a, a place like a, a a cool camp that you went to like oh wow that's like nature really like the, <laughs> but you come back and you it, hear it, it is it is it's tight though out here <laughs> but you know what i mean like but yeah. then you you look at and and you study history and you go well what the fuck that doesn't sound right like that that doesn't sound like a place where you want to it's not nature it's not this place of of harmony it's it's a prison right and unfortunately um we as a people haven't recognized that yet and when we do collectively then we'll heal from it and no it will no longer be a prison you know by breaking a colonial perspective of it right it's right. your sovereign land russell memes um john trudell gave me really deep lessons in how to view perspective when you're coming from a place that is called the reservation right and so it's dope to see someone like yourself wanting to bring that story out right, right. through hip-hop music i'm assuming because right, i don't right. i'm not too familiar with it but i know that when you say you're writing songs that you're dealing with what are one of those issues like give me an example of what you would write about you know what i mean that that you're saying you know i have some songs that you mentioned earlier i have some songs that you know i'm dealing with some issues and i have some songs that people party to or or want to be in a good mood right not party right, right. but you know different types well yeah like well like i said you know like coming up uh you know you grow more of course as a as an individual and such too and your perspective change as you get more knowledge you know uh my mother my mother like like back then she didn't want me to leave the res because mm. you know she was worried about what was going on outside it might be too much or whatever but like as far as like education she always pressed education she was like yo you if you you know you want to get out of here you got to go to school and stuff so you know i always took that like 100 and uh I, you know like coming coming from the res though you know like like i said looking out seeing all this crazy like stuff going on you know you're influenced by movies by like you're saying tv commercial ads you got to go get it mm. that type of thing you know what i mean and so you're sitting there like you know tucked up in this mountains and this secludedness and you're like man you finally start to get to this point and you know you're like you can't really do anything until you become an actual adult you know and then you can start right. doing your own thing and um it was kind of like at that point you know like i i kind of just felt like i had enough you know like coming up watching you know like several types of addictions flow through the community you know what i mean like the the nepotism the classism 
that type of thing going on in our own structure, you know, that's supposed to be our sovereign government. And, you know, like, I kind of just felt like I had enough, you know, like, I, it, like this place wasn't really for me, even though I'm from here, you know what I mean? And I've always had like this, like ambition of like, there's gotta be something more to it. Or there's more out there, like, or I can go out further than I've already been, you know what I mean? Right, well, thank you for that really honest yeah. look. Because yeah. as you were talking about it, like, I know it's hard to talk about this stuff. It's not easy yeah. to just share. That's like you asking me, well, what is it like in the barrios in East Los Angeles? And you're like, oh, let me right. be careful here because, you know, I don't want to cross any lines. And I don't want to talk right. bad about individuals that I really love, you know, and, and it's a hard thing to talk about. But as we learn and grow from the truth, right, those conver these conversations become valuable because I know I've been to the reses myself with my right. music, with ceremonies, and I seen those same things, uh, uh, addictions, right? To whatever, right. I mean, to, to the to alcohol, alcoholism is probably the worst one in my opinion, although there is yeah. a very large meth epidemic happening in our reservations. Oh and, yeah, man. And the suicide. Suicide's yeah, number suicide. one. Suicide's number one. I think alcoholism's number two. And then, you know, if you want to categorize them or, or yeah. number them, whatever, they're all bad. The point is that sharing our stories and our experiences, writing about them, and, and you know, it's not a bad thing to go, I want to be in a different place. Because once you're there, once you get to that place, you're going to remember home. You're going to want to be home. You know, because you're connected right. to that land, no matter what. Of course, a, a bird doesn't stay in a tree all of its life. It, it wants to fly. But right. something innately draws him back to that place where he was born. Right. So I don't know. I just really enjoy your story and I, I enjoy your honesty, you know, and I know yeah. you'll, you'll one day as you develop as an artist. Those are the things that are the experiences that you write down. Right. Those are right. the things that I used because my story was I'm in East L.A. and I have no culture, nothing at all. My my grandparents think we're Christian, you know? Yeah, yeah. I got some Catholic background as well, too. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy, though, because uh, uh, you were asking about, you know, how I write about that stuff in my music mail. Yeah. Uh, shouts to my brother H2 Owens out in Miami. Uh, we just dropped a project called Native Slang. Mm. Uh, actually, the group is called Native Slang, and the album was called Native Slanguage. And, you know, it's a collaboration of two cultures coming together and, uh, like, you know, trying to stomp out the differences, the, the, the ignorant, like, backstories that people portray, you know what I mean? That type of stuff. And mm. uh, we got this one song, you know, I was like, we got to hit them with something serious. And uh, we have this song called Thor, acronym for uh, the Heritage of Resistance. Nice. And, um, you know, like coming up, even in the reservation, they still give you this watered down perspective of Native American history. Wow. And they and they do not put anything of any type of truth in these books. Wow. You know, and you got to go looking for it, of course, you know, and then and then it turns into like a conspiracy theory or some kind of madness you know people look at you different when you start looking for the truth and stuff wow and uh you know i went out there and started you know doing my digging around and you know by being who i am and just like apache nomad you know it's hard to sit still still to this day you know it's in mm. my bloodline so uh, i found myself up in chicago 
uh, linking up with Old Gold Crew and um, Waffle Gang. And uh, one of the homies out of Old Gold happens to be a Freemason, like mm. through lineage and stuff. Whoa. And he started giving me some crazy backstories of like, you know, some of the things that they pass on behind closed doors. Mm. And I was just like, man, I, I knew some of these things were true. And like one of the things was like, uh, you know, like them, them supposedly the secret society skull and bones taking uh, Geronimo's head, you know, grave robbing all the great warriors yep. from different tribes, not yep. just, you know, Geronimo. Pancho Villa. They have Pancho yeah, Villa yeah. skull. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So my homie said that they have like skulls in these places where he's been to and met of like several different like leaders from these uh native tribes and such and i was just like baffled and he started giving me these links and whatnot and you know i started going down that rabbit hole and uh, anywho i started the verse off with uh, our light is elite skull and bones at my feet if you only knew the renaissance you wouldn't be so nonchalant Wow, you know, Pretty you dope. know, and tr yeah, I like yeah, I like so. how you're interjecting pride. You know, like look, they're coming to me. They stole my shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like you know, they're going to King Arthur's fucking grave, you know, and doing whatever yeah. the fuck they need to do over there. But right. so. it, you know, the, the our people were mystical beyond understanding, right? Because we chose not to understand, we just chose to experience, and that experience we carry a little bit of it in our soul. Right. It's not a memory in your mind. It's in your blood. Right. So right, right. I love how you're pulling from that source. It sounds like I mean, with those few lyrics that I heard right now, it, it sounds like you're pulling from that energy. That's dope. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So so like I said, they always give like a watered down version, you know, and you got to go look for it. You got to go search. And there are certain things that like the elders do obtain and hold, you know, information that is passed through the elders and stuff and you know unfortunately uh like there's a lot of cultures dying like losing the language mm -hmm. you know because of mainstream media and you know that, that that's just like how i feel you know 100 facts mainstream media is is just a huge influence on like the future of native heritage you know what i mean so like we kind of address that like in the song as well you know talking about just you know you need you need to like take pride in where you come from understand who you are as a person and you know your value to this planet you know to turtle island to, mm. to the mother the earth you know right to yourself and, uh, to yourself yeah yeah definitely and then that's what i was gonna 362 you know you're talking about the, the suicide rate and such and it, it is it's it's bad unfortunately we just lost a, a family member like two weeks ago to you know the suicide thing <sighs> You know, there's a lot of people out there like, you know, going mentally, getting mentally ill because of this whole pandemic thing. And I feel like this is just another woe over the eyes, you know, like what's really going on? Right. You know, what was really, really going on? Right. Well, let's let's you know, we have to understand that, you know, white supremacy, um, capitalism, um, you know, uh, loyalty to the crown of England, it still exists. Right. That stuff is like the major. Th that's what runs this world. Absolutely. Right? We have to understand that. Absolutely. Right. And those challenges that you face in the res with, you know, young souls not finding a place here. You know, they don't feel like they have a place here. Or they don't want to be in this place anymore. 
I mean, right. that that's that's something that collectively, as a community, as if we use the word Turtle Island, as if we use the word Native, that we should address as a community in whatever fashion we can. We don't need billionaires. We don't need rich billionaires to to sign a check for us anymore. We right. need to be responsible for ourselves because when you do that, then you're connecting with your own mirror, right? And then you take care of yourself to your highest potential so that you can contribute to that community. I feel like you do that with your right. music, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 tough coming up like with the uh, heavy, the heavy heritage, you know, um, like it's kind of crazy. Like I said, uh, some of the culture is being lost, the language of anything. And, um, you know, you get to like this point in like your upcoming where, you know, you like, for instance, my wife, uh, her peeps, she, she's of Hispanic descent and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, her peeps used to speak in Spanish to, to hide stuff from them you know they wouldn't you know they would talk to them in english mm -hmm. and that kind of became a thing like with the elders in my tribe too you know mm. they were you know hiding stuff or trying to keep something secret they would use the lingo mm. but they weren't really like passing the rock you know mm. Mm. and you know like just just the way like everything nowadays the 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 new mediums of today are like taking over and going to people's head you know like like i'm saying like 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 the money thing like the the nepotism the classism stuff and um it it, it 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 doesn't seem like it's that bad you know like in native country but it is you know you got like well, family I mean, it, beefs it, and stuff like that going on tug tug if there's elitism and that nepotism that only take care of this part of the mm. family or you have to be a part of this clan or you're not you know all that bullshit happened with treaties right right you know the treaties were made with that tribe not the mixture of a tribe right. once the mixture of a tribe happened then you became less and you're describing that right now right. you're describing that right now how they value certain you know congregations i guess you would call them or 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 whatever because it's not based on ceremony it's not based on wisdom like it was in the past in the right. past you just didn't get a seat in the inner circle on, on or the circle of elders you just didn't get that seat you earned that seat that seat right. was given to somebody who had done things in their life for their community that their community would never forget and said, you can make a decision for us. That's the way I feel. You know, you had yeah. to be important because you contributed in a very large amount of your love and energy towards the community that you lived in. That's what gave you voice. But nowadays it's really about, oh, well, I got a bunch of money now. I may be the most ignorant person I make the worst decisions, but as long as my bank account reflects this many zeros, I'm intelligent. I don't believe that. And then you're calling it out right now. Because if it was, then the res would be functioning in a manner that the great yeah. leaders of our past, like Russell Memes, John Trudell, um, Dennis Banks, all them brothers that, that fought with AIM to make their presence known should have at least inspired community and we'll bring it back there's nothing colonialism can do from this point on 
because of brothers like yourself and who are searching still. And it's a trip, Zero, how you're describing all this, man, because at undergroundhiphopblog.com, we just did a full review on their latest album mm. from Native Slang, right? Mm. And everything that you're talking about, it's incorporated in this project, bro. Yeah. Like, like, can you break down this project real quick for us, man, and tell people where they can find it? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Native Slang. Uh, you can follow Native.Slang on all social media. Make sure it's Native.Slang. But on uh, Bandcamp, it's NativeSlang.Bandcamp.com. And, uh, you know, like part of, part of our push with the music is basically we're only vibing with Bandcamp, you know, because they're, they're like the only heads that are giving the artists their paid dues, you know. And um, shout outs to Yazin Bay, you know, like he, he did this whole like rant on like Spotify streams and such. So like we had like this big old thing of like we ain't we didn't really want to put it on the streaming services because you don't you know you don't really get what you it's either like you reach a, a brighter bigger broader audience or you know you don't get paid right really well so like I mean to get to yeah. get to those levels of of of, yeah. of payment I mean you have to be like super big but absolutely yeah yeah but I, you know the uh, on the blog page we just posted a, a meme. Mm-hmm of the CEO of Spotify. Can you yeah. believe this dude's worth $3.8 billion? That's insane. Yikes. I've seen that post. I've seen it. Yikes. Damn. He's never made a song in his life. But it's, <laughs> it goes, it goes, I mean, I, uh, brothers are rebelling like him, like, I'm um, sorry, like, I want to say Echo. Echo. Like, Echo. Like, they're rebelling against Spotify because, and that's a great move, man. I respect that. To the well, yeah, here's what I like. Here's where I like. Here's why I like it, because it's an artist move. See, artists, real artists, make statements, and even if the statement is small, at least it's a statement. Because 20 years from now, that statement would be like, "Fuck, dude, they didn't even put their their classic album on the stream." You know right. what I mean? That's that's. But it takes dedication and commitment. You know, to be that, because I still haven't, up, I still haven't uploaded my Tonali Nagual to 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 Spotify. And why I would just, we? And why would we to get this this dude rich, more rich? Yeah, it, 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 after That's seeing crazy. that post, it's like uh, I don't know <laughs> if I want anything on that. <laughs> yeah, I I just think it's a little insulting, you know. To you know, like like here on on planet earth you know all we got is time really you mm. know if you break it down mm. your time what you do with your time how you get rewarded for your time and such and you know it takes a long ass time to make music <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean if you're making like the good shit you know like yeah it takes a minute it takes a little bit of a process to get mm. through to where you got to be at you know mm. and um i just feel like that has to change in a sense you know uh jay-z tried to do the thing with title but that just kind of turned into another Spotify, you know? Mm. So like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm still rebelling in the native. <laughs> I, I, that, that, and that's, that's where it's at, brother. It's, it's in the artist development. It's in the cleverness of like some of the biggest bands aren't on even like when I heard that tool wasn't on iTunes back in the day, right. like tool, like this is a, I, I listened to all kinds of genres, but I felt like, Whoa, what a statement that, cause at the time, Everybody needed to be on iTunes if you were going to make any money, right? right? And they were like, no, we don't do that. And if you want our CD, you got to go see us play. 
that to me is like whoa he's like making a statement i have i have this idea for an album and i'm gonna call unspoken word right it's gonna right. be a production of my beats and you can only hear the lyrics and the beats together if you go see me live Ooh, that's a dope play right there yeah so i'm gonna do that by the time my career is over it's already in written it's starting to conceptualize writing but that's the beauty of art bro and and keep it up you know if you have a statement against spotify if you feel a certain way about any streaming music use that in your social media and um i think you'll find success because only only the strong survive right only the ones that said no i'm not gonna fucking move in your reservation sitting bull geronimo all them, right. they had to fucking really, they had to send out Calvaries to get these guys, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, I, I mean, I really appreciate your art and I appreciate your spirit, brother, and keep it up, you know? Keep, keep yeah, doing yeah, what salute, you're doing, man. you know? So you yeah. re- recently been out in L.A. performing, I believe, at the Do It For Music Festival? Oh, cool. Right. And Shout out to Owens. Right. Um, how was your experience in Los Angeles, man? Oh, dude it felt great to be back man like uh i have uh i just finished up my uh, audio engineering degree last year out in miami so you know like going coast to coast it was like two different perspectives you know and my homie came out to i mean he's been to la before but he he was his first time actually going out to la and vibing with the culture the people and such and actually really getting into the scene and stuff and you know what i miss most man was the palm trees you know mm. it was like that that mountain too dog like oh my god it was, and most importantly man the food that was like the biggest thing for me was like i i went fat boy crazy on the food man <laughs> but yeah yeah like i mean of anything man like i i love la dude like being out there you know the the art culture as well though man like wow yeah if you get into the underbelly of los angeles not i mean i'm not talking about like fucking you know the art galleries in in the bougie neighborhoods i'm talking about like the real under underbelly of of underground artists that exist here like tumex and fucking shapeshifters um there's tons out there that are dope as fuck their people get styles from them you know what i mean because that's sure, how dope yeah. they are. Project but load all day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you see, you've done your homework. So, I mean, LA, LA does have its unique thing. I know it's in its transformation mode where a lot more of these type of artists are going to have voice now because of the independent media that, 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 that you can generate yourself, right? With this podcast, we're creating our own little indigenous hip-hop music scene, right? Right. That... And and the, the one thing I love about indigenous hip hop is that it sounds different everywhere. Like fucking Dreesus sounds different from you know you know these these other cats from New Mexico and LA. Fucking indigenous hip hop sounds totally different from Dreesus, and that's the, the the diversity that we're able to mine from our community is like whoa, it's pretty dope. So I'm excited about it, and I'm excited that you're a part of it. Hell yeah, that's, y'all! What you guys are doing is super fire too, man. I love. He was like, Armando told me, he was like, man, you got the LA Native podcast too. And I was like, what is that, bro? And like, you know, the <laughs> fact that I wasn't even tapped into that. Yeah. And I went through the back catalog, you know, checking out other interviews and such. And I was just like, man. Yeah. 
We've been lucky. Like, when we launched this podcast, we were lucky, man. We were just like, you know, Taboo hit us up. I mean, yeah. we had so many people that were, you know, Dreezus, um, Snotty Nose, all them. Natani. Natani. Yeah. In, in, in studio, like the Artson. Artson. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say the Artson one was tight. Yeah. So Ol- Olmeca. Olmeca. Man. It, it's, it's just, and, and you know, my, my goal is to. With this podcast, you know, and having brothers like you from New Mexico and obviously from any. So if you know of any other indigenous artists, I know you mentioned a few, but yeah. um, if any indigenous <clears throat> artists that you know that, that we can reach out to, please bring them onto our community, into our platform, because we're stronger together. And being able yeah, to. Yeah, dis- that's what I always say, man. Yeah. Being able to share your music with our community is good. Is a good thing, I think. We've had Mike Bone. Yeah. Mike Bone was like Christian <laughs> rap, you know? Like right. Was- <laughs> and for anyone tuning in um, live or going to listen to this on Spotify, rewatch it on YouTube, just all you guys have to do is type in Native Slang on YouTube oh, nice. or on Google. Native Slang. Just Native Slang, e- right? E-K-Y-M-1536. Yeah, Native Slang. Absolutely. N-A-T-I-B-E Slang all day. You, there's one thing that I appreciate about this interview is how professional this brother is and how many times he's dropped his band name his <laughs> handle i mean you're oh, gonna man. be successful brother i love it bro love sh- it. shouting you out you you, you should have uh linked in with the homie h lucky h ain't here man you all wbcc in your face uh, <laughs> it's out. cool it's it's cool yeah. I, like, I like it you know you when you have an opportunity to share your music in los angeles and and obviously we don't have hundreds of billions of of uh but our our podcasts are known for like the replay. You know, a lot of people hit it up on the replay. A lot of people hit Hell it up. Yeah. On Especially on Spotify. Yeah. So um, I'm glad to be able to expose somebody from New Mexico. I had a great time when I was there at the Gathering of the Nations and I met all those individuals. Now, do people perform there? There's like. Yeah, actually, they do. They have different a, places, bro. Like different clubs. Yeah. It's like a gathering. It's like MCs. a Coachella, but not really, because it's all about native dancing. Like they go to a big arena and they're like, yeah. you know, different groups go and dance. And yeah, there's like tribes from literally all over the world that come out to Albuquerque for that. You know, just for that one weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, while they're there, though, you know, that's how I met um, Artson. How I met Natani. How I met Defy. And, uh, you know, like I said, I roll with the Potency crew out here in New Mexico and we pretty tied in. But, we, you know, we super underground behind the scenes. And, you know, we uh, we in the midst of uh, reformulating to kick out some new stuff, you know. So if you if you haven't had a chance to look up Potency, that's P-O-10-C-E-E. There's a whole 20 plus album discography up there. Wow, and, he's uh, putting work on yeah. that one. Shit, 20 yeah, albums. shouts out to uh, the big brother, Dr. Fate, you know, the brother BZ. Uh, my brother BZ and I were the ones that collaborated on the uh, bricolage project that's out now. And um, surprisingly, man, like, well, not surprisingly, but like L.A. was like one of the main inspirations behind the bricolage, though, man. And like just being out there, you know, them, them late night hours when no one's really out there type shit, you mm. know, that's, that's kind of my feel. Mm. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, everybody in the crew, it's a seven man crew, two producers, but seven MCs, uh, the producers MC as well. And like, everybody's doing something. Shout outs. You were talking earlier about, uh, uh, about native entrepreneurship. Uh, shout outs to my brother life. Um, Nate Larson, 
and um the god freaking saba man if, uh if you guys get a chance look up sabaware he's like super major out here in uh new mexico arizona and uh texas pretty much like the surrounding southwest and uh th this is the guy that helped put on pods one when he hosts pause one shows when he come out here you know he hosts oh that's cool uh do it for music heads when they come out here oh owen you guys know yeah. owen in them that's cool yeah. fucking owen man he's still yeah, I, met, yeah. I met Owen when i was out in uh durango going to school at fort lewis man up there i hit up i hit up owen like and he got super shocked like he was like i was like hey owen i wrote this mixtape and you know can i play your show and he's like huh what what you want to play my yeah, fuck yeah, you can play my show. It's so fucking <laughs> out. But like I said, I've said this before, but like I was just testing out my material because I hadn't been a solo artist, you know, full on, you know. So I was testing my material at his show. So Owen, yeah, man, shout out to him. He's He puts in work. He killed it. He just hosted his, uh, I think, first annual. Um, yeah, first. Uh, festival, and it was a smash. Sweet. Definitely had terminology out there. Cool. Uh, he had this gentleman here. He had. Uh, oh, I seen the flyer for that. I, I remember that. The yeah. whole Native Slang crew Native came out. Native Slang. Sweet. We had uh, OG Willikers, uh, Wolfman Jack, some more New Mexico artists, uh, MC Slater, and uh, Bishop. Oh, man, shout out to them cats. There's some spitters out here, man. And, and Native well, Land out here, dog. Well, you just Crazy. you just bleed hip-hop, bro. You know, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah. with you, right, Zero? Just yeah. the, the the way you come across, man, it's 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 all hip hop, right, Zero? Yeah, I thought I was talking to somebody from New York trying to push his mixtape on someone. You know? <laughs> 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 no, but it's good. No, that's a good thing to be. Like if you believe in your art, if you believe in your crew, if you you believe in your message, you should be shouting it out. Right. But you know, let's get into the nitty gritty on the underground hip hop scene out there. Are there a lot of rappers from where you're at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, Albuquerque is like the melting pot, man. So uh, this is like kind of the was like one of the main the only city you could really see hip hop at, you know, back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. And you would have to come to Albuquerque. So, you know, you would get like influences from the East Coast, the West Coast, you know, um, the South, Midwest over here. So there is a huge variety of stylistic flavors out here in new mexico's man so there is there's a handful <laughs> of spitters and a, a handful of like competition out here you know heads all sitting there around the same level and you know everybody competes like i wish you know i wish it was a little more unification but like the competitiveness has been tight man because everybody's been dropping nothing but dope dope hip-hop out here oh, that's cool in the past like two months man it's been tight that's cool. Well, I like the way that you're honest, man. He just said, yo, I just wish there was more unification. Mm. Well, yeah. that's deep, that, right, Zero? That's fucking deep, bro. Well, I, I, we all dream of that. We all dream of being in a utopic state with one another, but that's not the reality of things. You know, the reality is yeah, that definitely. you have to be sovereign. You have to be good at your craft and just protect yourself at all times, even from people that have the same color of skin because brother described a very authoritarian distorted version of government on the res and those are their own people right those are, those are those are people that are distributing resources and or you know helping out with whatever they are their authority of whatever you know but i just don't believe in government sanctioned authority 
And I don't feel like that's going to ever get better unless we take our sovereignty back. And that's what I mean. Once you're sovereign, then everything is harmonious. Then there's no need to be unified. There's The unity comes within, it's like innate, right? Like, mm. oh, don't fuck with him. What are you doing? You know? Even yeah, if you don't really know him, for everything. you know what I mean? Like, even if you don't really know him, hey, you good? Because this guy over here, this KKK guy was fucking with you, but we're one people when that happened. You know, like we right. become a swarm. And it doesn't mean like, oh, I'll see you later. Oh, yeah, fuck that dude. Nah, that that's, there's no place for that right now. You got to find a way to just either respectfully avoid or protect each other. Right. But that only comes with sovereignty. You know, I can only imagine how it is living in Albuquerque because, believe it or not, when I checked into the motel there, because, you know, when you're on tour and you're on a budget, you book the most affordable thing. Absolutely. Right, Zero? Right. We've all been on tour, right? We're I've not, been in a $7 oh, yeah. motel. We're not <laughs> famous <laughs> rap stars here, right? It's like so, you got to lay down for like six hours anyway. Right? Yeah. So I walk into the uh, motel, I check in, and it's like a Motel 6, you know? It's like mm. a franchise, whatever. Sure. And then I see a huge-ass sign. Mm. And it says, if you're a local, we do not rent rooms to you. What the <laughs> facts, bro? <laughs> and, and and the thing is, I mean, me from being from LA, I just thought it was strange. So I, I I hit the attendant up and I'm like, look, I just think it's can you elaborate on that sign? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, if you live out here. Oh and, man. And she's like, I ain't gonna fucking rent to you. And I'm just like, isn't that kind of you know, are you being racist or some shit? Some bias shit. Some yeah. bias shit. Because best believe, zero. If we saw that sign in a Los Angeles hotel or motel, like there would be a uprising. Protest. There would yeah, be a yeah, protest. Yeah, that shit would yeah. burn down. Like, how, how are they not going to allow people who live in Los Angeles to rent a Los Angeles motel? Is there a big drug problem there? Is so, so, oh, so man. I had an issue with that. So oh. I was just going back and forth with the lady, and she was just like, "Look, I don't even want to rent the room to you." I'm like, "Nah, I'm just trying to." You know get some proper clarification so she ended up bringing out the manager he pulled me to the side he's like hey look bro there's a lot of fucking crackheads out here and unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately we just don't rent out to locals man because they burn out our shit they fucking tear up our rooms and i I don't know bro bro can you break can (laughs) you break that down for us bro like you know what i'm saying like why is it like that out there Oh man, you know, just like uh, I'm gonna keep it 100, man. Like you know, Mexico is just right there, bro. And uh, I-25 is a straight shot from you know down in like El Paso, Cruces area, straight up to Denver. You know, like a super highway. And Albuquerque just happens to be the pit stop, man, in which they hit as they come through, dog. And you know, like I back in the day, you know. Uh, it used to be a lot, 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 lot worse, man. But, wow. you know, they kind of like toned down some. But I guess that was kind of one of the procedures they had to go through, you know, to to calm all that down. And like for real, though, yeah, locals would definitely take one night way too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they're like, nah, man, if you if you got an Albuquerque zip code on your on your ID, they're like, nah, you can't wow. stay here. I'm that's just like, holy shit. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's happened to me before, though, when I was um out at in school out in miami um i came back and i was you know i was up north two hours i drive south to albuquerque which is like two and a half hours and i'm like man i can't go any further i'm gonna stay somewhere real quick 
same thing happened bro motel six right off the freeway they're like hell nah <laughs> you got a you got a new mexico uh driver's license you can't you can't rent to you bro yeah. and i was just like I, and it was in the middle when it was all happening you know so i wasn't too sure so there it but is yeah. bro they just assume everyone's just gonna burn the motel <laughs> down awesome crack yeah. smoke and it yikes yeah, man, was, and literally the manager had to pull me aside and tell me look bro <laughs> i'm gonna give you a discount on the room i get it you're from la this is probably like a culture shock to you but bro like the owners don't accept any locals period exactly. not even if you're a fucking doctor or lawyer you know what i'm saying so they, they he fucking told you that yeah so that he, is insane. so he said strictly the hotel you're staying at is for tourists and people from outside of the city wow well outside of the state Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it was even in the city. Like, if you just live in New Mexico, we they, they, they just don't take a chance. I remember. There was a crazy New Mexico <laughs> yeah, story. It's some weird shit out here, man. <laughs> What's the name of the 24-hour place there in New Mexico? They're everywhere. They have a uh, yellow sign, black letters, but I remember the name of it. Man, it you was like, well, the, like the truck stop joint. No, no, or, yeah, well, like it was like a diner, dude. But anyways, I had a New Mexico story. Yeah, is that we 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 looked on the wall and we saw something crazy like that. Like, oh, we don't rent to certain distance. And I was like, what the fuck? Where are we at, dude? <laughs> anyways, it was like two in the morning, so we crossed the street, get into a diner. It's just us. It's super bright, and we're with my homie uh, Morris Torres. We were calling him Morris Torres. He had glasses on. He was all burnt out, and he fucking gets to the thing, and then boom, the fucking um, the theme for Dukes of Hazard comes on. Oh shit! The fuck? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> what fucking zone are yeah. we? Yeah, it might have been like mid city or so, midtown. <laughs> no, we were in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, so Tucson. we were in that area. I remember it wasn't uh, New Mexico. It was in, in in Tucson. But anyways, it just reminded me of that, like. That whole you can't stay here. That it reminded me. Right. It had that whole vibe right there right. in Tucson. And and isn't New Mexico where everything you you eat could have a side of chili? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, oh, I, I tripped out on that man. Like if <laughs> everywhere yeah, you they, go to New Mexico, like, like you can even get red. yeah yeah like you you can even get chilies on their damn McDonald's cheeseburgers. That's oh, how far they go the with fuck? this chili Real? thing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen chili it's like cheese. The only state you can get green chili on you on your cheeseburger actually interesting <laughs> wow yeah man they yeah they got a thing called christmas we got a tour the there we have the to green, tour there. christmas chili on your joints yeah. oh christmas it's it's oh crazy. my god right That's crazy well look it's the season <laughs> well you know now's the time to get your voice heard you know what i'm saying it, it's it's such a an honor to have you on our show man we're, we're definitely crossing you know cross promoting here mm. with your scene and your and you with our scene Man, it's it's such an honor, right, Zero? Absolutely, man. It was a pleasure talking to you, and thank you for your honesty about your community because um, that's what we're after here in LA Natives. We want to know the truth, what's happening in the reses, you know, because yeah, you yeah, guys are yeah. our closest relative. And you know, you're being Apache, right? Are you Apache, brother? You said you were Apache. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. You know that Take the real. the Apache Sorry. Mexico Mexico. The scholars of Mexico yeah. are studying the Apache and they were saying that they really migrated all throughout Mexico's yeah. mountainous Definitely. ranges. You know, they're like, really, wow. that was their whole, that was like their main place of hunting and gathering um, certain plants. 
So the connection is there, right? Yeah. I'm not saying we're Mexican because Mexican comes from Spain. That's not what we're saying. We're saying we're indigenous, that we're all one people in Turtle Island and the migration of Apaches and this connection between um, LA natives and New Mexico is continuing, continuing that communal understanding, right? And the unity comes within just being able to get along and, you know, maybe agree, maybe disagree on, on whatever it is, but we're one family. And we welcome you Thanks. to that family. Salute, man. Thank Absolutely. you, guys. And definitely, uh, best believe, down the line, you will be rocking at one of our uh, LA Native podcast events. Oh, hell yeah. And we oh, got to yeah, go out I'm there. We, what, we, Me and Armando have been wanting to do a tour out there and maybe do a little something different, you know, because since we're autonomous and and uh, sovereign, you know, we didn't have like a plan. We had Sub One, Lecture, Masatin, me, Perform. So... Obviously, other locals, you know, for the support. Absolutely. So, yeah, we might be, you know, crossing paths soon in in Albuquerque. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, that will be fire, man. Let me know. We could definitely set something up out here. That'd be cool. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of since I've been back, I've been making nothing but the dope connections. You know. Right on. Shout, well, shout outs to Benny and uh, Jen Bearcat. Shout out. Yeah, man. Absolutely, brother. It was a pleasure talking to you and and. uh you sharing your story and your music and go follow um one more time brother yeah ekum 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 no yeah, but the, with ekum. the numbers the whole thing yeah ekum. ekum well yeah you i just go by ekum you know but then oh that's your stage that name yeah ekum but your handle um, is ekum 1536 1536 there yeah. it is interesting albuquerque recording artist and for anyone that's here for the conejo tickets just make sure you dm us if you're watching this live, you can't watch this tomorrow or the next day. If you're watching this live and you want to oh, go yeah. to this Saturday's event at the uh, uh, iconic catch one, make sure you just DM us and tell us, yo, I was watching it live. I want some tickets. Oh, we yeah. Go you. see Kaneo, man. I, I wish I could go out there. Yeah, for yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my daughter's birthdays coming up, man. They're like four days apart. So like that's next on my agenda. Close right on. Right. Well, happy know, birthday you know. to your family, man. Happy birthday yeah, to your Thank you. Girls, thank you so man. much, man. And uh yeah, anybody else out there? Another thing I didn't really get to talk about, but uh, uh Doji Model Productions. I started my own production company regarding mixing and mastering audio. Oh, cool. Yeah, so uh Right on. Go, and how is that to, is that on your page? Is that on your Yeah, yeah, you can go to uh dojimodoproductions.com actually. Okay. And cool. uh, pretty much everything that I mix, master, and publish comes out there. So uh, yeah, that definitely a good place to promote as well. I've been getting a pretty good amount of traffic through there. Right on. Well, great. I'm glad that you offer your your mixing services for other up and coming, you know, underground artists. I'm sure you work with. Yeah. Many. Yeah. Like any, I, you know, I wanted to put it out there too. Like any indigenous artist that don't have an outlet, don't have any resources or anything, feel free to hit me up, you know, because I got peoples down there in LA that I went to school with that are like looking to get some work in, you know, get, right to on. get some credibility or, you know, people to start going to them to record and such too, you know. So we could definitely make something happen. Don't be uh, shy to reach out, you know. Perfect. Give us the website one more time. Yeah, that's dojimotoproductions.com. Right on. Uh, yeah, the logo look like this for those out there that are visually with it. Perfect. Dojimotoproductions.com. Dojimoto. 
Man, Zero, we have a packed house right now, man. Any last words? Zero. For me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just want to thank um, Ekam for coming on and sharing the stories about Albuquerque, um, joining our, our community. And, you know, I'm excited for Saturday, you know, and, and being able to, you know, just to be in front of a lot of individuals who have survived genocide. Because a lot of those individuals that are going to be at that show have survived genocide and are of indigenous blood and indigenous lineage. And I, it's an honor to be able to, you know, be a host and, and possibly share one or two of my, my new music coming out. And, um, Heck yeah. yeah, brother, I mean, it, I'll be excited to, you know, go to New Mexico and share some, you know, interchange, interchange energies with, with my fellow natives from out there. Because uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, because our blood is strong, man. We we we've survived five hundred years of um, child trafficking, human trafficking, the the stealing of of um, natural resources, the mistreatment of water, the mistreatment of um, of energy, mother's radiation. You know, it's time for us as indigenous people, as a community, as one people to really look in our own mirrors, heal ourselves, and contribute to the healing of our community because our, mud, our Mother Earth is ready to heal us. And so yeah, with that being said, brother, thank you so much for being on our show. And yes, uh, thank you for having me. We'll see everybody on Saturday, December 11th, Catch One, Conejo, Crime Apple, hosted by Zero El Vu. DJ Muggs. DJ Yo, Muggs. Soul Assassins. Lineup. Soul Assassins. Yeah, a, this is a big one, you know. Misfit Soto. I want to see uh, all the LA Native warriors that that can oh, show man. up for support, you know. And I might just show up, man. Yeah, shit. brother, <laughs> that'd be dope, <laughs> man. Whoa, that'd be cool, you know. So we got DJ Warlock One. Oh yeah, DJ Warlock One. DJ Shout Survive. Out. Yeah, DJ. Survive. We have Illness performing. Yeah, dope. Man, that sounds like a, a fire lot. Show, uh, a lot of dope artists, man. And uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, Zero. Absolutely, man. And so we'll see we'll see each other on Saturday. You guys be safe, be strong, be wise. Consult with the 20 day sacred calendar that is available on as technology. Um, heal yourself, accept yourself, because we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do to protect and build the foundation for the next seven generations. Omateo, Donansin, Donatu. Love you.